0: Picture this, two guys trapped in the South Charleston Public Library. One guy loves movies. The other, well, he'd rather be watching reality TV. Can they survive each other's films? Find out on Real Opposites, a library podcast about movies. Hosted by Josh and Aaron from the South Charleston Public Library. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Real Opposites. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. And we're back to do our Black Christmas episode. I guess we kind of talked about it, and we were going to do different versions of Black Christmas for each other, but we decided to just go ahead and do all three. Might as and, well. Yeah, might as well. Knock them all out. So I think we're going to go ahead and start with the original, 1974.
1: Okay. Kind of the uh, prototypical slasher of the 70s. Directed by Bob Clark.
0: Which did Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. That original, was the first the thing original. I noticed when I started watching this movie.
1: The original Christmas Story. It's Canadian. It's so oh, I sure about. too. So there's not a ton of those, but right. they made a great one. So I'll start this off. I'm going to read the back. The Warner Brothers BHS. Ooh. And it was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, a creature was stirring. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care but it was hardly St. Nicholas soon to be there. In the college town of Bedford, several unsuspecting people are about to receive season's greetings. Of terror. (laughs) Black Christmas is a stark and stylish exercise in suspense that turns everyone's favorite time of year inside out. Olivia Hussey and Margot Kidder stars two among an an ill-fated handful of sorority sisters celebrating the season and semester's end— when an obscene phone call interrupts the festivities, the caller rings off with a death threat, which proves all too real. Is the killer a brilliant music student who has gotten one of the women pregnant? No one is sure, and no one can stop the deadly calls preceding the attacks. Predating Halloween and Friday the 13th by several years, Black Christmas effectively laid the groundwork for the murder thrillers that would follow through, the, through its clever interplay of tension, shocks, and humor. Producer-director Bob Clark earned his reputation as a hitmaker for the first two Porky's films, but here works in a vein closer to his highly applauded Sherlock Holmes caper, Murder by Decree. Exploring the underside of the holiday he so affectionately and somewhat sardonically celebrated in the jovial A Christmas Story. So have yourself a scary little black Christmas. It's not at all like the ones you used to know.
0: I like that. I like that. That's it. a great little back of a VHS.
1: I mean, they used to like write some good stuff. Right. Like, it, like, that it,
0: alone makes you want to watch the movie. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, it gives you a good synopsis of the film, but it also like gives you some history like of the film in film history. Right. Like, exactly. How its importance.
2: Similarly, like the backs of books have gotten to be garbage also. Right. Like we're just not good at writing copy anymore. I yeah. think it and, just and slaps anymore, whatever they can go give on there. You,
0: oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm oh, totally over talking. Yeah, well, about.
2: you're fine. <laughs> I was going to say, I just think people in general aren't good at writing copy anymore, but that's what happens when you don't pay your writers effectively. Yeah, like, yeah. you know. That's what I
0: was going to say. It's like nowadays, if you do get a little meat to want to pull you in, it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's the trailer that is the whole movie. Yeah, it's it just the, spoils everything. You know, the book that. By reading the sleeves, you've read the book kind yeah. of thing. But so that, yeah, that sounds, it didn't give you tons of information. No, it just it gives draws you like you the basic premise,
1: time. like girls at a sorority house. Right. Someone's calling them, terrorizing them. Yeah. Someone's dead. Like you know.
0: Now, I will say that that mentioned that um, they were getting obscene calls. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: that is one thing I noticed about this movie. are obscene. Like, <laughs> if you think nowadays movies deserve an R rating or anything like that, like, it, it wasn't nudity or anything in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was the words. They were obscene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I, But I think in this movie, it it's used appropriately in the sense that it... Because at first, I was like, okay, this is a lot. But it was to instill fear in there. Aaron them. the prude over here. Yeah, I know, right?
2: Oh, no. It's <laughs> a lot. I mean, by, by the Should
0: podcast, I... you would think I'm a prude. Outside of the podcast, no, I'm, I'm definitely not. He is definitely
2: it. not. To be fair, like... It is a lot. Like it's very disturbing and creepy. Right. But that's the, the whole point. The phone calls are like it's not the language of anyone else in the movie really, but the phone calls are I mean, meant Margot to Kiddler be
0: that's some Yeah.
2: yeah well, I mean, she talks to the cop. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. it's not that I mean no, she's, it's, she it's says like, the word fellatio. Like it's not that it's that's a technical term.
0: Yeah. Fine. That's an extreme word for
2: a podcast.
0: No, it's not. Okay.
1: I could just see Aaron getting an obscene phone call and be like, my lord,
2: my lord. <laughs> With like, like a little fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not talking about what the, like, I think that was pretty mild in comparison to what is said actually yeah. in the phone yeah. calls. But that, um, that's
0: what I say, though, yeah. and and being the movie prude, because I think I am a prude when it comes to <laughs> movies, 100%. Weird. So being the movie prude that I am, it it at first took me aback, but it, it brings in that fear and that... It's just that crudeness that makes it shocking. Those are the Um, kinds
2: that's the kind of stuff that like men say when they call to scare girls on the phone. Like that is not like that is a phone call that a sorority house would get, and uh, the cops being like kind of blasé fair about it is
0: oh yeah that's like a
2: hundred percent like <laughs> that reason. still happens about this is everything. the world's least competent police department yeah. like i don't know what they're doing there but uh i did want except
1: for john saxon he's pretty on the ball yeah yeah everyone one, else is kind of yeah on. one he's cop kind of a, uh, I liked life. him he was yeah. good
2: they're just like whatever okay we should talk though in case you haven't seen the movie under this title what is the other title of the movie of what movie of this movie
0: no, there's a there's another title? Uh-huh, you
2: can't look it up. you got to guess. What?
0: Murder Christmas?
2: <laughs> no. Heavy
0: Breathing Christmas? Uh, no.
2: Oh, no. What is it's it? Silent Night, Evil Night. Uh, Silent Night, Evil Night was the original uh, title on the VHS like cover of this film. Huh. But they changed it to Black Christmas. Eventually. But So
0: so the, the crudeness and in, in all of that, they've seen, like I said, I think it was necessary. Um, they did it correctly. It was good. The one thing that did bother me a little bit, you, this is a point of view uh thriller or yeah, horror of, movie which I kind of liked is it one of the first it's I'm one assuming? of the it's one of the first the uh, very first is uh, psycho is that correct with the with the shower scene yeah
1: i mean technically yeah i mean that's like a locked off right. where you're seeing what he's seeing when he's looking through the peephole right but this is one of the first instances if not the first instance of like in a cool one i mean this one this one and Halloween combined really created so many of the stereotypes in the slasher genre. Yeah. John Carpenter has said like he was influenced by the the POV shot. Mm-hmm. But he didn't like how shaky it was. So his is very, he uses the glide, which is very smooth right. and floaty, you know.
0: I get the shakiness too in this. It makes sense. Because it does make sense. I mean, now, I will tell you, one thing that got on my nerves was the breathing. Because some of it was like, <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was like almost like they were snoring at times it was snorting and stuff it was like heavy like <sighs> and and some of that was too much for me but i did like the the point of view and i could see how that would yeah. have inspired him um, in, in halloween
1: yeah i mean he he, t- he liked that idea i mean the halloween's a very different movie both oh for sure just appearances and just the story but i you know i for a while, wasn't the biggest fan of, of this one, mm-hmm. but it's really grown on me every time I rewatch it. And this time was a lot of fun because it's like, the, I mean, there's just very few of them that are made that are very good anymore. Yeah, s- our slashers go. Uh, Thanksgiving's awesome. Everyone should see that. But yes, I didn't um, really see that. I love how there's like hardly any. One thing there's hard. I mean, like there's a lot of language, but there's mm-hmm. hardly any blood. There's hardly right. any gore. It's very similar to Halloween in that way. Yeah, it uh, is. And it's really built on not so much like suspense because I mean, it kind of kept reminding me of what Hitchcock would say is like if you if you put a bomb on under table,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the audience doesn't know, no one knows, and you just have the table explode when they when they sit down. Right, but if you have put a bomb under the table have the two people sit down but you show the audience that the bomb is mm-hmm. there immediate suspense right so it's is kind of like he's the bomb in the house exactly like we know he's there we know what's going on up in that attic mm-hmm. they don't know so it immediately throughout the whole movie th- there's just a constant tension yeah of what he's going to do next and
0: you know yeah one of my favorite things uh Probably one of my favorite deaths anyways, just because I I don't know. I enjoyed it. But I think it was the tension was when the Mm -hmm. older lady, I forget her name. Oh, yeah. When when she's up in the attic and you you see him. Yeah, she is. (laughs) If that's not my spirit animal, uh, I don't know what is. She's looking up in the attic and they have he has that hook. Yeah. mm -hmm. Like a, a hook. And. He's just holding it, and you see her, and then the background. You see the hook, like you know what's you coming. You know what's going to happen, and you know that she doesn't know it, and it doesn't show it. No, you just see um, you, you see, see the her legs legs like later on. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's still it, done to the right. It it it, it, it puts gets an your image brain in there. your mind well, exactly, and like, sometimes it, that's the thing, leaving the image up to the viewer. You get to picture it how you want to picture it, and, but you know what happened.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, it gives the impression of it, but you. Like, what? usually what you can imagine is worse than right than what they're going to show you.
2: That feeling of knowing more than the characters know, I mean, that's the definition of dramatic irony. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, people use the phrase irony wrong all the time. Like, dramatic irony is when the audience knows something that the characters don't know. Yeah. And it therefore ups the audience's enjoyment of yeah. the piece. And that's what this is. I, I do like, like you guys were saying, that deaths happen off screen for... A large portion yeah. of the, like, they don't show, they just let you put it there. Yeah. And, and I, I think, like that.
0: I think yeah. sometimes that also allows them to, I'm sure, one, help their budget. Two, it also avoids the fact, like, this movie, it, it doesn't make it such a period piece in the fact that it's old um, effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because. There's no effects to be had. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's what makes Psycho still kind of timeless. Right. Is you don't really, I mean, there's not really, I mean, there's a little bit of blood, but you don't really see any
0: gore effects. Right. And, and there's nothing to look like, oh, man, that's, it just looks Yeah, yeah. Now. I mean,
1: you look, I mean, you just look at something, some CG horror flick, yeah. and, you know, two years later, it kind of looks like, what, what is this? Yeah. Whereas, you know, <laughs> if you're not even showing it, if you're just implying mm-hmm. the violence, then it, it, it gives it a timeless quality. Right. But even if you do do makeup effects...
2: Do you do? <laughs> I know.
1: I'm not as, so <laughs> as upset as I knew. I would try my best not to say it. Even if you create normal makeup effects, like with prosthetics, mm-hmm. it still is going to last longer than yeah. CG, CG or anything. That's but, for sure. So I, I went to see Thanksgiving mm-hmm. a few days before I watched this again. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. Okay. But I mean, just the feeling mm-hmm. of... Even though that movie's set in the modern day, like how well they captured a similar feeling to Black Christmas. Or, I mean, any kind of slasher, a good slasher from the 70s and 80s. There's just like a, I mean, it really is kind of timeless. I mean, the movie's 50 years old next year. Yeah, that's wild. And I think it holds up really brilliantly. Um, The cast is really good, I think. I I love Olivia Hussey. She's terrific. Margaret Kidder's a lot of fun. She's, you know... Just pretty much just hammered the whole time and yeah, that's the one. I, that's everyone. my
0: spirit animal, right? No, yours that's is one.
1: I thought yours was the whatever the house mom, lady, the house mother, or yeah, Mrs. Her. Mac.
0: She's the one that's like digging for their. She's the one that's got, She's got
1: like. She's got alcohol. <laughs> she's got bottles hidden everywhere. She's got them hidden in books and cabinets. <laughs> yeah. animal. Um, yeah, um, she's awesome. She's yeah, just. Like, I love her. I could watch a, a movie of her about just, her, just going through the house yeah. like. Dealing with these kids and find you know, getting herself hammered.
2: I can't be responsible for the morality of all these. Girls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, I like that. And I like, the, I mean, and it is kind of like, you can see where he would later do like stuff like Porky's because there's like her with the, like the awkward kind of comedic moments with mm-hmm. the the dad who's looking for his daughter. Right. He's, even though that's very like, he's, I, I like him in that role. hmm because uh, by the end, like, you really are feeling for him. Like, he's just, like, he doesn't know where his daughter is.
0: Yeah, I felt like he was he was a good actor in that sense. And the fact that even without speaking, you felt his pain. Yeah,
1: just his, like, he's not eating the dinner. Right. And he's just, it, it, I don't know, you can... I thought
0: that was conveyed really well through that.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's, like, comedic moments, but there's always this undercurrent of immediacy to what's going on. Yeah. And. And just, I mean, the, just the images are really brilliant. Like the POV shots, the image of her uh, with the plastic wrapped around her face. Yeah. And it's like sucked in. And especially her. through
0: the window. Yeah, through like the window. That.
1: And the plastic, like she sucked it into her yeah. mouth. Like she, she, she it's, was it's just a great image. Right. And I love that's on the VHS cover. That's like mm-hmm. the poster.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I, and I mean, like you said, it. I, I think I did like this. I do think it's something that I would like more the more I watch it. I mean, some of that could also be because I just wasn't in the mood to watch two movies last night. <laughs> yeah, So the same movie. Yeah, For us. so that could be part of it, but I, I do I do think it was done well. I like the point of view shots like you were talking about. The suspense was done well, mm-hmm. like I was talking about with the deaths. Unless I miss something, which is possible, I did feel like you don't really understand why the person's doing it. Yeah, that's what I like. Um, I like that about it. I do, but I... I think if I had a little more hint as to why, then it would I would like it a little more. Yeah, because he does say things, mm-hmm. and you're like, it's like you're left out of the loop on that though. Yeah, you and don't you, really know.
1: I, I mean, you could definitely see like that kind of influence on Carpenter too with Michael. Yeah, even though he gives him like a little bit more backstory, like he just went nuts and killed his sister, right. and you never really see him either in this movie. Right, you don't. Like you just he's always in shadows it's just like, like, like his see, like, eye you see Once like a sil- creepy as well yeah you, yeah you see like a silhouette in his eye yeah. um but i i mean i don't i mean we can when we go to the other ones mm-hmm. and they talk way too much right about the backstory and all yeah. this other crap it's i don't know it's refreshing to just be like no he's because he and then if he's if he has no real motivation that we're aware mm-hmm. of then he is just like a murderer I don't know, like the it living in the, in right. the attic, yeah. like it's right. That's a, true too. This beast. I think well, for me it was just like, like he's he's something more than just a guy killed. Right.
2: You know. I, I think I, knowing less also puts you more in the mind of like the victims. Yeah, like, they don't know. You, like that's not true. understanding like yeah. why this is happening true. to yeah. you and like why is this person doing this an Agnes and and, things and like that. you know violence when a lot of times violence a lot of times is not random. Like it's usually someone you know. But when it's a serial murderer. Yeah. Typically that's pretty random. It's just yeah, that's someone true. has lost their mind and so it's like that this kind of I think that, that is, thats is that we'll talk about it when we talk about the other movies, but yes, I think that that's one of the things that makes this have a magic the other movies don't yeah. is not explaining like yeah. his motivation because when you're the one experiencing that kind of violence, you don't get it like
1: you don't, get an you don't Get an explanation. right? Exactly, right? There That's is true. no
2: why that makes sense, that is true. like, even if it's like, oh, he had a horrible childhood, okay, like, that you still don't go murder mean, a house full of sorority you go- right. girls, That's true. Like, you know.
0: So, was this one of the first like horror Christmas movies, or were there a lot before this? Do you know?
2: It was probably real early. I mean, it was real
1: early.
0: Like, I, I kind of figured it was one of the earlier I mean, ones
1: because pre pre. Pre like this, so this and Texas Chainsaw came out the same year. Okay, so it's kind of a seminal year between those two movies. Like they really created the slasher genre, mm-hmm. but it it didn't really take off until Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. There were where,
2: others, um, but not that hit the way that this hit. I mean, I don't know
1: if you call Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, horror horror before this was like a lot of like it creature features, right. even, even pre Jaws. You had you know, mm-hmm. like the kind of, you had Hammer Horrors, like Dracula, and The Blob, the original one. Appear- and Psycho, Psycho was like, there was, I mean, there was a lot of Italian Giallo films. Mm-hmm. If you were looking for something like this, a lot of that was going to be over in Europe. Right. Apparently,
2: who slew, whoever slew Auntie Rue in 1971 was the UK produced first christmas themed horror movie okay.
0: so i mean this was kind of a first of its kind in a way yeah. and it was also a first of its kind as far as starting the slashers although we really like you said they didn't pick up till later yeah. but i think this is a great example of a great slasher
2: well yeah, i mean this um, was
1: clearly inspired by like a mario baba or, or um less explicit yeah, uh, But it's clearly inspired by Italian jellos, I think.
2: Here's the countdown um, kind of before this. So it's that. And then Tales from the Crypt in 1972 oh, yeah, was yeah. the first oh. film to feature a killer in a Santa a outfit. I
0: know. I like and then
2: those. Silent Night, Bloody Night in 1972 was the first theatrical Christmas horror film hmm. made in the U.S. Oh. And so that's why this was Silent Night evil night and then changed to black christmas as soon as it released um, basically it released under that title and then the next theatrical run it was like black christmas black christmas
0: oh, okay. good call um, yeah definitely
2: much call. better because then 10 years later you have silent night and deadly night deadly which night, is yeah. you know so
1: and i mean this um, one really kind of started like the holiday theme yeah horror. exactly
0: um and it's it just i think it Like I said, I think it's one I'll probably watch again because I do think it's something I would enjoy and might um, put in – because I'm weird and I might put it in my Christmas rotation for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think –
1: I appreciate the movie more and more – and I probably saw it the first time 20-some years ago. Right. And I appreciate it more and more every time I watch it. And this was the best – most fun I had watching it. Yeah. And how, like, it is (laughs) – I mean, speaking to its timeless qualities, it still is kind of timeless. Timeless, timely, and timeless. Yeah, with what Peter, the guy who got pregnant, pregnant girl. Yeah, um, Jess, and mm-hmm. like he's pressuring her to not, you know, like he. Yeah, you know, it's like that. That still feels very like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, relevant. But this still happens. <laughs> I will
0: say the one thing that made it time or time. What's the opposite of timeless? Timed. Um,
1: that made Timed. It, uh, period or piece? period. Locked it into a certain yeah. period.
0: Um, is that when she was on the phone and it was fuzzy? She was talking to the operator. She mm-hmm. was like, "Operator, I can't hear." Operator, but I, I loved that though. No, I, because yeah. it also like thinking about it and and you know you're receiving these. Creepy calls back then, but you're also having to go through an operator. Like I think that adds another kind of suspense to it. it in well, I
1: mean, I mean, any kind of horror that's a period film or like a pre-digital era, mm-hmm. it's inherently going to have more suspense because you can't just dial nine one one from phone in your pocket. You can't just Google this or Google that. Right. You yeah. have to like. There's more work involved for you to survive. Right. If yep. I were making a horror movie, there's no way in hell I would have it set in a 2010 post 2010
2: world now yeah. you have to like find a way to get rid of the cell phone yeah and and like... just... i mean
0: i think that's the best thing if you want a modern one then make it so that they don't have service like, yeah, you put it there's out a the, reason they don't have service you
1: put it out in the desert or in right. some like remote place yeah during
0: um, a storm or something like that
2: or like just... with
0: uh bodies 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 yeah
2: they had that big yeah. storm
0: they didn't have yeah. i mean they could use yeah, yeah. their cell phones for flashlight but they didn't have text or anything. That's how they didn't know the ending. <laughs> see, here's, no, like
2: that. here's yeah. the thing, though, is I think that there's, like, a moment with that, though, that, like, kind of takes you out of it. Because it's like, oh, we know this trope of getting rid yeah. of the phones. Is like They have right. to write that into the they script. They have to, to write it, it. Right. Well, We have
1: to have the electric go out, or we have to have their
0: service not work. Right. And I to... get that. But sometimes it's neat to see a modern-day one and be—for I mean, now, the, it can put you into it in the fact that, oh, man, if I was in that situation— yeah. Then you know what I'm saying?
1: Like,
2: yeah, I, and
0: I mean, like,
1: the sim- a similar thing, like, they would have done in the 80s would have been like, oh, he cut the phone lines, exactly, or he cut the electric. I mean, it's definitely been or, I mean, done that prior happens to, in, I don't yeah. know, most like horror right. action movies, any kind of like where a house is under siege. Yeah,
0: but yeah. I think you have to have a good reason. And I, I mean, this we'll talk about a little bit more. And I think with the 2019, I have some ideas about cell phones with that, but, um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like it, it. there has to be a good reason. And but I just thought I just thought that even though it timed the piece, I do think it was it added some suspense because it you putting yourself in their shoes, you know you're having to go through an operator, and if you can't hear the operator and they can't hear you, like you're done for. And it's
1: a dial phone, right? So you have to go. (laughs) It takes time,
0: (laughs) right? (laughs) It wasn't just a simple (laughs) click of a button. There's no click, but that all does lead into. I mean, you know, if you were being attacked in the 1970s, like, that's what you would have had to gone through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I did like it. Um, How many lives have been lost by the dial? Right. Like, you are almost like one number (laughs) away. Almost
1: off. And then. (laughs) Right. Your throat slit or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, I think I think it was a great, great example of a a good slasher.
1: And I I like the all, all the girls in the movie are very believable. Oh yeah, um, I think they all do. Like they all they come they, across very naturalistic, and they
0: gave them good personalities, different personalities. Yeah, oh yeah. In the sense that you know the characters are who they are, and like you said, it's believable. And
1: there is this like you know, kind of squabbling between a couple of them, and like not, you know they don't all get along right. perfectly, which is
0: how it should be. They
1: yeah, I mean you live in a house with however many people. Yeah, like
0: that's going to happen,
1: <laughs> like real world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like all of them. Uh, I like, I mean, John Saxon's always great. I'm a, I'm a fan of his. His hairpiece should have got a credit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Olivia Hussey's terrific. Um, and I really like uh, Keir Dolia. I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. He was in 2001 as well, which I forgot he was in this and I watched it again. Yeah. I think he does, I mean, you could see he does a good job playing that, like, because he's, he's the.
0: Supposed,
1: you know, culprit. Yeah. I think he plays it really well. You could look at it both ways. Right. Like that he's, he could be the killer, but maybe he's just
0: a. Right. A hole boyfriend kind of guy. Yeah. A funny thing, he actually only worked for a week on the film. Really? It's in the film a lot, more than I remember. Yeah. But he only did it for a week and he'd never met Margaret Kidder, Lynn Griffin, Art Handel, or Marion Waldman. Really? Um, And barely meaning John Saxon and Andrea Martin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess all of his scenes are really with Olivia Hussey. Yeah,
0: but yeah. it says that the film is carefully edited in such a way that he appears to be present throughout yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, he does. There.
1: I mean, that's that's seamless. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, I mean, the movie is low budget, which, I mean, explains why they don't have makeup effects. Right. Which, but I think, I mean, it's like the shark not working in Jaws. At the end of the day, it it, it forces you to be more creative. Right. I mean, to not just give it all away. Yeah.
0: Up front. And see... Going back to what I was talking about with, you know, it's not like there was tons of nudity, but it was still obscene in a way. I like this. It says a strict rule that Clark had set for himself when it came to writing the female characters was to never objectify them sexually or give them nude scenes. He wanted the college girls to come off as real people, which I think mm-hmm. he succeeded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not disposable horror characters waiting to die. Yeah. I agree. And I agree with that. I think it, it definitely was that. and He yeah, was they, able to pull that off.
1: They don't feel like, just feel like sides of meat. Ready, right.
0: ready for the chopping block. Right. you know? I also saw that it was, I guess the original title of the script was Stop Me. Mm-mm. And then Bob Clark came up with Black Christmas. Good call again. Yeah, he said, it like the irony of something dark occurring during such a festive holiday, the title is also a tongue-in-cheek reference to the Christmas song, White Christmas.
2: There's a... I like that they played on like the classic. Uh, the calls are coming from inside the house, but not in a super obvious way. So this like
0: is, from what I read, this is actually the first film yeah. to do that. Yeah, there was well, uh,
2: there's an urban legend. I think the urban right. legend yeah, no. has existed, yeah. but before it was the
0: then, first yeah. film to actually use the call coming from mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. the house. Is what I I yeah. saw and did yeah, my they, research.
1: Yeah, they did that a lot after. Um, I think if I remember, when a stranger calls, mm-hmm. they also used it in that, which is a good movie. I think it was 1981. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely started that trope.
2: Yeah. I like that they. You got it wrong. Like it's coming. Like it's not just. And it's a good it's coming reveal. Coming from inside the house, it's like we know it's inside the house. But yeah. like it is a good. Yeah, that's what I like about this is like everything that the characters discover. It, you know, like just, you know it's not Peter.
1: I I like the little behind the scenes too, like yeah. the labor they show. Yeah. It just in um, tracing the phone call. Yeah, like you see the guy Why? running through at the phone. Um, The phone place, right? uh, To
0: try to figure it out,
1: yeah. Track the call, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. Just, I just the more you see and understand, I think giving the audience more knowledge in this, in in instances, is rarely uh, a negative in a film. Well, like
2: I think the thing that like you know, if you're paying attention, that it's not Peter. Because, you know, he's standing there when the guy calls at one point in time. We know it's not Peter. And so we just know they're wasting time, like kind of tracing that kind of thing. Um, Or like, yeah, or like that, where we know it's in the house. Mm -hmm. So you know what the outcome of tracing the call is going to be. And they're spending all this time trying to do it instead of like searching the house. Or If, if you know that these girls are missing or being preyed upon, why have you not looked through the whole house? Right. Like. Yeah. Why didn't you go up to the attic and check it out again? We're least competent police department yeah. on the planet.
0: <laughs> that's another example of what I was saying. Like, yeah, that that also stuck it in a time period, but it did it in a way that it it builds the suspense and also puts you in their shoes more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if you were being chased in the seventies.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I the way I like to watch older films is like I'm not looking at it through current eyes current eyes because it's right. i mean you're, you're not <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean because it's not i mean it was it's not wasn't made in 2023 it was made in 1974 right. and so you you just like have to look at it as like a time capsule of yeah what was going on at that time what and I, and in that way i mean I th- that's why film is so important because you can look at see what was happening what mm-hmm. was even in horror film i mean usually in genre films you can explore more timely themes like things that are going on in society at that moment in a more indirect way than like if you had just an overt like drama right um because it gives you more freedom to kind of like either be more satirical about it Mm -hmm. or just talk more blatantly without it like really dramatizing it
0: right Um, and and that's what i say like yeah it, it shows the time but you know, it, it builds the suspense at the same time. It was just done in a way that it still holds up because, hey, you're looking through the eyes of 70s. And it's, I mean, it's just like in Scream, one of the big things that makes Billy the lead suspect is he drops a cell phone. Yeah, And like, they're like, well, why do you have a cell phone? You know, and yeah. you had to put yourself in the shoes back then.
1: No, no, yeah, it would yeah. have been a big deal. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Very few people so
0: like I phones. think if it's done right, a time, it doesn't stick it into time where, you can't still watch it and understand it or put yourself in the shoes. And I think this one did it great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did read, I thought this was kind of interesting. NBC scheduled this film uh, for its primetime network debut on January 28th, 1978 Mm -hmm. under this title Stranger in the House. On January 15th, 1978, two female students at Florida State University were murdered by an assailant who broke into the sorority house where they lived. Three other young women in immediate vicinity were attacked and assaulted. So they they got pleas from local the locals to pull the movie from broadcast in light of the attacks. They decided to pull the plug on the movie altogether. Instead, the film Doc Savage Man of Bronze was shown. NBC instead ran Stranger in the House as a late movie on May 14th of the same year. The perpetrator of the crimes at the Florida State University was later identified as Ted Bundy. Oh. So Ted Bundy's killings actually kept this from airing uh-huh. for its primetime debut. Interesting. And I thought that ah. was really cool. No,
1: that's that's fascinating.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, that's which uh, I could
0: see why they would want that pulled. 100. percent Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a very similar. I mean, yeah,
2: very similar. Like park. you know, they, um, down to the high school girl getting murdered in the right. in the park just nearby. Like yeah, again, that's just the whole the whole part in the police department. Like gets me because it's like the mom comes and she's like, "My daughter hasn't come home from school. This isn't normal." And they're just like, "Whatever." And it's like, "My daughter's missing. She's probably off with her boyfriend." But, Whatever. I mean, honestly, that's like, how it
0: still is. Like yeah. you can't report somebody missing. It's it has for to be so twenty four hours or forty eight yeah. hours or something. I think I think for kids it's less, and yeah, then for I mean, adults like, it's like forty eight. Yeah, or seventy two. But you know that first forty eight and seventy two hours in a missing, if the person's the actually missing, is the most important and the most yes, the most chance of catching them alive. But uh-huh. well, you know we still have those those settings unless you can convince somebody that it's you know super true.
2: Super out of character for them, and they're like, whatever. Like that's what it took: is her boyfriend showing up and being like, "Why are you idiots?" Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, like who was like a townie, I guess, and being like, "I live here. You guys know me. Like that's my girl, and she's not with me." Right? Like,
0: yeah, but I mean, overall, I liked the movie. I thought it was good, and I think it, like I said, it really. I can see how this was the start of. It, of At least the inspiration of a lot of things.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many, like, there's so many tropes that are created here. Mm-hmm. The holiday, the the killer in the house, the mm-hmm. POV. And it's, I mean, it takes, it's also a bit inspired by Hitchcock as well. And the, right. the you know, how it elevates the suspense. But yeah, I mean, it's, what, it, what this movie did, like Halloween just took it to the next level. Right. And made it even more evocative and... Oh, for sure. Like, clear the tropes that pretty much every late 70s and 80s slasher film in particular either mimicked or satirized. Yeah. Certainly by the time you get to Scream. Oh, for sure. Um, Or even New Nightmare, you know. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, it's kind of... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, it's kind of cool that, you know, it was this one movie that did all that, and it definitely... Uh, I'm glad I've seen it because it has, in my opinion, it's because it is the movie that's kind of inspired all these things. It it definitely has its place in film history. Oh yeah, and is kind of important. That's yeah, very important. I mean, for the horror genre, like this
1: is right. one of the uh, on Mount Everest. Right. Exactly. Or um, and I'm actually like kind of surprised they didn't really mention it in Scream. Yeah. Or is as seminal as a work as it is. It kind of went unnoticed yeah. though for. A yeah, long time after it's released. I don't remember like seeing the video in the and in, in, in the video stores I went to. Yeah, uh, so, it's like a
2: so it made. Yeah, plastic. I mean, it
1: kind of had like probably some rights issues, maybe. That it, probably. I mean, if you didn't, it's probably one of those that the videos got stolen or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, it wasn't like a breakout like Halloween yeah. or Texas Chainsaw.
0: And I think that's probably why. I mean, I we'll talk about it, but just. The 2006 one, when I watched it, I didn't realize it was a remake until oh, yeah. after I'd already seen it. Like, I had never heard of Black Christmas. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those, I think, does fly under the radar but shouldn't.
1: No, it's, it shouldn't. I mean, everyone should. I mean, if you love horror movies, you have to see this. Yeah.
0: I agree 100%. Um,
1: and I think, I mean, it's definitely in the last 20 years, I think, since they did a nice DVD mm-hmm. years back. And then they've since done Blu-rays and 4K discs. Like, it's, it's kind of... People are aware of it more. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's classic. Everyone, if you love horror, see this movie.
0: I think so for sure. And I and and hopefully, if you have seen, which we will dive into um soon, well. but if you have seen the other ones, uh, you need to you need to go back and watch this one. Mm-hmm.
1: You need to, or you or have your horror fan card revoked. Uh, yeah, I we agree. We will come to your house. We will strip yeah. it from you.
0: I'll, I'll agree with that, actually. <laughs> we may put a bag <laughs> over your face. This, this was not <laughs> the first one I saw, but it, it's important, and it's important to film history, especially yeah. with horror. And uh, it's just good.
1: Yeah, it's just a good movie. Yeah. Just a really good movie.
0: I think so. All right. Well, I guess that's wraps up our conversation on this version of black christmas but we'll still be talking about it a little bit when we're of course when we're talking about oh, the yeah. other ones but what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and go to some announcements from the library and then we'll come back and discuss uh what is it 2006 and 19 or 2019 and yes 2006 and, two. and 2019 yeah. and also yeah. just compare it to that 1974 one yep
3: Happy Holidays from all of us in Youth Services. This is Kendall, and I'm here to bring you an update about our December events. Um, We will continue to have story times, as usual, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10.30 a.m. through December 14th. We are taking the last two weeks of the month off um, due to the holidays. But on Tuesdays, we'll have Spanish story time on the 5th and the 12th at 10.30. And on Thursdays, the 7th and the 14th, we'll have Words and Wiggles at 10.30. We will also have a couple of teen programs in the month. On the 6th, we will be showing the movie Home Alone, um, starting at 3.30 after school in Auditorium A for all of those students in grades 6 through 12. And on December 13th, we will be having a holiday party for all of our teenagers, also starting at 3.30 after school. And finally, we would like to announce our... Bluey's down under Christmas party. This will be happening on Saturday, December the 16th, starting at noon. And we invite you to come here to the library to meet with Santa as well as Bluey and Bingo. Enjoy some pizza, some stories, um, and a good time before we kind of shut down our programming for a few weeks for the holidays. So we hope to see you then. And follow us on Facebook for more information about um, upcoming youth events. All right, I'm going to pass it off to Toby all right
2: hi everyone in uh this december we have just a few programs for adults similarly the last week of december and the first week of january we don't have a whole lot going on on december 11th we will have uh the last book club for this year and it's going to be about elizabeth acevedo's family lore so depending on when you're hearing this you might have time to stop in and pick that up book club will be starting again on uh, uh, in the new year but it will be under a different name so keep your eyes peeled for that and a couple new programming changes we have starting in the new year for adult programs. On December 14th at 4 p.m. we will have a learn to crochet basics class uh, where we will be learning about how to crochet granny squares. You'll be learning from me and uh, another staff member here Miss Casey uh, as we will teach you some very basic uh, crocheting uh, that can then be turned into larger projects very easily. So come on in and check that out if that's ever something you've had interest in. And then on December 18th, we will have a trivia night. So put on your thinking caps and come on in and uh, for a general trivia session and try to win a prize. All right, that's about it. And so we're going to turn the program back over to The, the Real
0: Opposites. All right, so we're back from the library announcements, and I guess we're just going to go ahead and jump into talking about the other two. So we did, we discussed the original, the 1974, and what I think should be basically a classic. I think it's important in yes. horror yeah. history. So now we have, there were two remakes. So there was the 2006, which is the first Black Christmas I saw. Yeah. Um, and then there is a 2019, which I had not seen.
1: Yeah. And sure. we will not dignify those by reading the back covers.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. So, I will say, and and this goes to me liking weird, stupid movies and, you know, different things like that. I don't mind either of them as a movie on their own, but I don't think they should be Black Christmas. Now, at least I do think 2006 ties into Black Christmas more, the original. Yeah, it mean, does pull from it more. There's even a murder that happens with the same weapon in 2006 and 1974, and it's a little glass unicorn. 2006 oh,
2: yeah, yeah. definitely tells the story of it.
0: It does. Um, yeah. I did like that we got a little bit of a backstory, but it also kind of gave too much of a backstory. I didn't need know everything. Yeah, there's
1: way too like it's it's the exact opposite of everything that makes the original so great. Right. And I'm and I'm disappointed because I hadn't seen this one, I had not seen either of these, and because I was like, ooh, Black Christmas remake. It's generally most horror remakes are produced. right, exactly. But Glenn Morgan mm-hmm. uh, wrote and directed this, and um, he was wrote a bunch of X Files episodes. He's also one of the guys that started the Final Destination oh okay. series. So it's like, oh, okay, maybe this will be interesting.
2: That's how they got uh, Mary
1: Elizabeth Wednesday. Yeah. So she was working on Final Destination 3. I think that just got my hopes up to be like, oh, it was let down pretty hard. Yeah. Because um, it's just like everything, like the the suspense, whatever, like subtlety or nuance in the original film. It's not there. It's just. Yeah. And I mean, there's certain parts of this, like, like if it wasn't Black Christmas, if this was Black Easter or yeah. something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or I mean even I if it was Christmas but a different name yeah, like it, it wasn't tied back
1: it, it I would have been like okay whatever it's tolerable mm-hmm. it's still not like my cup of tea like it's just like going It. this is like the the like Freshman in high school, yeah, was trying to go super hard, trying I, to impress everyone else. Like, look at me! I've got the coolest kills.
0: Yeah, I got the most gore. But but the 2006 one—that's what I remember yeah. liking when I saw it in 2006. Were were the kills? Because although I love the suspense an, an off screen kill gives, I also like the the gore and the blood. And but watching it back, like it did feel like that. It was like there were. Granted, I still think some of them were cool or whatever, but there were some of them that were just like you were trying. It's going way too hard.
1: Like the you were like going hard, like picking her eye out and yeah. stuff. Oh, Although yeah. I
0: kind of liked that, I kind of liked it the was eyes. Just
1: like, but the minute it started, I was like, oh, it's yeah. too
2: much for this series. Like, it's, yeah, it doesn't yeah, need like to it... be
1: that that way. Yeah, I mean, I'd see that like that would be something out of like a trauma movie, right? Or mm-hmm. like a Rob Zombie movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really feel like something out of a Black Christmas remake.
0: See, and that that's what I'm saying. I think with both of these, because, like I said, I didn't well, hate either one as a movie itself. Yeah. But now that I've seen the original Black Christmas, I mean, like I said, at least 2006 did pull some stuff. I loved that they had the same weapon. It, I thought that was really cool. It was just a neat little detail.
1: It at least feels like a remake. Right, a bad of one. Of the original, yeah, but a, a bad one, but it feels like a remake. It feels like they're, you know, like it's kind of like routine, like oh, we will give the killer more backstory, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, there's a certain part of me that like I appreciate how effed up the backstory is. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's pretty messed up for it like, a, for a studio film. So I'm like, okay, I mean, they went there. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they needed to, but they went there, and it just kind of turns it into something that it's it's just not Black Christmas. But then I don't, I don't know really what else you do aside from just kind of remake the first film. Yeah, Straight,
0: Yeah, that, I, I um, do think I mean, I guess 2006 at least earns the name by by building on the story that the original one had. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I do think they built too much on it now as dark as they went. I love it.
2: Yeah, but, but I'd I watch felt... that movie. I'd like it didn't need to be part of this movie. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. I think
0: if it was just like. You know, maybe twenty percent of the movie. I felt like it was fifty percent of the movie. Of the or movie, more. movie mm-hmm. And the and it also left movie. less time for you to get acquainted with the current people yeah, and they just you didn't care yeah. when they died. And
1: as good as the cast is, like there's good well,
0: That's the other thing. I like love
1: the the, the ensemble of the girls is pretty terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh uh Katie Cassidy, Michelle Trachtenberg, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Lacey Schabert uh I mean, they're they're pretty good actresses, yeah. especially Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's mm-hmm. great. Um, and they're really just felt like a waste of a cat. Yeah, they're just slabs of meat.
0: Like and whatever kind of like
1: you know, interplay they have just feels like
0: tacked on. Yeah. Um And and that's what I say. And, I feel like it was because they dive too much into the backstory. Yeah. It left less time for you to I don't need to know as much about the guy. I I, I love the to, darkness of the story, but give it to me real quick. Yeah, I
1: mean to give it to give it to me like in something like uh I know you, I don't think you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night. Have you? The, the, no. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they kind of do whatever, like, they just have like an opening. And it's like right. first five or 10 minutes.
2: Garbage, dude.
1: Is like why he is the way he is. Exactly. And then boom, you're done. Like, and th- just that's what I was going to say. Yeah, just get it out of the way, and then we can get to the girls, Right. The sorority house, and you can just And read then the you night go night on
0: Christmas. with the movie. Yeah. Just like, I mean, this is a weird comparison, but Hocus Pocus does that. Mm-hmm. It opens yeah. with her, like, somebody telling the story of the back. Yeah. And then the back is out and then you go on with the movie. Yeah. And that could have easily been this because that's kind of how they're learning through about it is through like the house mother or whatever's talking about it. The first five minutes could have been her telling the story and then on to the movie where you, yeah, it you doesn't, do care about it, the character.
1: I mean, like if you're intercutting timelines, it needs to be something that informs the present timeline. Like yeah. the back needs to, like otherwise it's just, you're just trying to show off that you can edit timelines. Yeah. Um. And it doesn't, it just doesn't work here. And I also, I like, like, the 2019 is definitely like a response to this one almost. Mm -hmm. Uh Because this one goes so hard with the gore and violence. And the 2019 one's like PG-13.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It's really like unbearably... (laughs) Oh, like but I like I know they want to try to say something, but they have no idea how to say what they want to say, mm-hmm. and they're like just beating you over the head with this crap. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and then they and then like and 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 even in that and in that one, it's like it's not even Black Christmas. That, it's
0: some weird ass cult. That's what I was going to say. And that, I'm just like, what is this? That one, if it was not called Black Christmas, I wouldn't mind that movie. I I, I liked it as a movie on its own. Now, I agree. It was trying to say something, and I love what it was trying to say, but it did it in the completely wrong way. Like you said, it's beating you over the head with it. It's that stupid, like, super in-your-face, even beyond what I like in my face. It's like they had, like, Twitter write the script. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I I feel like that could have been, like... Yeah, they could have just named it Sorority Row again like they did yeah the something, horrible movie whatever. in 2009. Uh, like, because it
0: was more about multiple sororities. It wasn't even about one house. Yeah, yeah and there's no,
1: like, single it, killer. No, there's it no, had nothing
0: to do with the I don't original.
1: remember. I mean, it's, it's
0: a couple weeks ago. Is,
1: is there even anything with, like, the attic? Uh, is someone
0: in the attic? I mean, there might have been a body put in the attic, yeah. Right. But But, I mean, I was watching. No, there was nobody in the attic.
1: Yeah, and it's just like, why is this? Why does this exist? Yeah, uh, like I I said,
0: personally, I I thought the movie was fine. I would watch it, but I don't think it. Which I like, Bloomhouse. Sometimes Bloomhouse stuff is just ridiculous, like this one was. But I usually like their movies. But so (laughs) I wasn't surprised that I I didn't hate the movie. Yeah. But it's not black. It's not Black Christmas.
2: Well, they also made it percent not. A PG thirteen movie, true. Instead of an R rated movie, there was an R rated version. Yeah, but
0: I, I think had they renamed it, it might have even done better because people were looking for Black Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, I mean I, they're they're trying to catch on to people that don't even know what Black Christmas is, right? And I think that's kind of uh, treating your audience like they're ignorant. Yeah, uh, but just beyond that, like it's so
2: well, they're like obnoxiously
1: so some... preachy. Yeah. yeah. It just goes so far. to Be like, I don't, I don't I want to go the opposite. It's like shoving it down
0: your throat. Yeah, this thing. like and it, nobody I, liked, well, like
1: nobody like. Well, I don't like that. You're a horror movie, right?
0: No, you're lame. I, another thing, I think with this one, like I said, I think the the name probably ruined it for a lot of people. But also, they did receive back, backlash. And I went, I I read this, and I went back and watched the trailer. The trailer is the movie. It's one of those that we were talking about, Excuse where me. you know you have you have the original Black Christmas in 1974 with that great read on the back of the VHS that pulls you in without telling you what it is then you go watch this trailer for this Black Christmas of 2019 and it's exactly everything that is in the movie like you see most of the kills you see what's going on there's I think that and being and being named Black Christmas and trying to pull from his the history yeah without including any of the history or the same movie at all is what really did it because this film has the twenty eighth worst, lowest opening week gross yeah. ever, only that's, pulling a one point million dollar, one point eight million dollar. That
1: is abysmal, yeah, for like a, a horror film that is an, like a known quantity,
0: right? I mean, this was Universal Studios and Bloomhouse together. Yeah. I
1: mean, and they, they it was a rushed production; it was only five months from beginning to release. Oh wow, which is very short, that's even for like a low budget horror movie. Yeah, and you can feel that. Like, I mean, it kind of feels like they almost went in without a uh, finished script. Yeah. Almost went in without a uh, finished script. Yeah. And like it just like I remember watching it, and like I don't remember any cult stuff in the original. <laughs> no, there's not. And then they just, like, just go full on at the end with yeah. like this whole
0: ceremony and right. And, oh, and like, that's we, what I said. I, I don't mind that. I like cultish stuff, so I liked the movie premise. Yeah. But it wasn't a black Christmas premise. Like it shouldn't it is considered a a sequel or a remake actually yeah. of the this is not a remake of the original this is a whole new story
1: no and i mean it, it and it really just feels like a like some any random movie on netflix right like it well, has no real and some of
0: those are good it and also, like i said i don't mind this one yeah. but it's not what it what it tries to be.
2: It also feels like they're trying to tell a story here about like consent and... Oh, like, 100%. And it's like... But it's too preachy is, and done. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, that's not... This is not the con- movie in which to do like...
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I think, like I was saying earlier, I think horror has its well, lane where it does... Right, it, it can. It's, it has a voice, but, yeah, but you have to, have, but, you have to but, do but, it.
1: But you but yeah, and, but you can't just beat your audience over the head with this stuff. And, right. and even if you're like, I'm sure they thought like it. it, it feels like some kid wrote this and he was like, I'm going to be really clever. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's like the opposite way of how hard they went with the gore. Like, right. We're going to be really topical and relevant. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, Olivia Hussey in the original movie, like when Peter is kind of berating her about having the baby and stuff, yeah. and she's just like, it's my body. I'm going to do what I'm going to right. do. Right. Like that, that is more progressive than anything in this film. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's more like gets to the heart of what, you know, bodily autonomy and women's rights than, than anything in this piece of crap. Right, that's right. my
2: point. It's like, that's the way to have yeah, exactly. like a topical subplot, not just exactly. like... Take not, over the whole not thing. Not a weird Christmas song performance that's done for frat boys. Although I thought that was funny. Middle, I'm not gonna lie. Of, like, I like that. It is funny, but it's also like... But see, ugh, in, like, in, in my cringy. opinion, I think
0: if they would have taken, you know, her salt and then they did the... Funny ish, like, girl power song at that. And that's where it was left. Like, that's all they did with that. Yeah. Then, okay, now they're getting back. Like, okay. Part
1: of me is like, if I was in the audience and, like, I'm just me and I'm like, wait, are they calling me a rapist? Right.
0: You know. (laughs) I, I think that moment wasn't what they meant it to be, but, I i mean, I enjoyed well,
1: that. Well, like,
2: that's the thing. It's, like, why, like, I get, like, oh, wanting to, like, They're just obnoxious know, call out the guys that, the like, did this or whatever. They, are. But they like, call
1: out the guys that did this. Go to a writer at a newspaper or something and, like, yeah. that's
2: not well, just, th- that's kind of my point, is it's like, why are you, like, entertaining these bozos when they're the ones that right. to have done this yeah. to you? Like, why, why why, are we still interacting with these yeah. men? Like, I
0: mean, I get, I get it. I, but I could see a, a sorority doing something like that. And, and like I said, I liked that part. But I think with every other part, it was just too much. Right. Like, like I said, if it was the storyline when she was assaulted, they did this as a, you know nephew to the to the big event that this place yeah, holds yeah. on. And then they go on with the cult stuff. Yeah. Leave that in the past. Leave and also don't name it Black Christmas.
2: Well then there's also like <laughs> a little side thing where one of her friends is basically like, I I mean I know this bad thing happened to you, but you have to get over it and stop like shrinking right. because it's like we're less than a year out for, it's like this happening. Like that's, <laughs> but like really undercuts the story you're trying to tell. here. Right, but <laughs> like, at that
0: same time, I do think it shows I, a lot of people are like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, yeah. I've like, personally known things that have happened and people be like that. Less than less than a year out.
2: Right, but it's not portrayed in a this is a bad thing to say kind right. of way. It's portrayed as in like yeah, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, girl. Like you'll right. Be fi- they like, are trying to
0: do it as a woman empowerment type. Yes, thing.
2: like no. and I'm all
0: for. You know, the woman empowerment and, and all of that. And like I said, I love what they wanted to right, say. But this is
2: woman empowerment written by a man. But they,
0: but they it's didn't. It's written by a woman.
2: Is it written by a woman? Yeah, it's written like, by okay, the director. well, it's written it, with internalized misogyny Yeah, I don't know. She's got some issues. Girl, you need to go <laughs> like, to therapy.
0: I like what they wanted to say. They just didn't. Yeah. yeah. Or they just well, did like bashed like, over so your this head. Is,
1: so this is coming out not, like, or, or was written you know, probably about a year, year and a half into like the Me Too. That's true. movement. So I feel like they were just like, oh, this is really topical. This is really yeah. like. But they did it present. too much. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not, then then write, write a movie like, uh, what's it called? She Said, where it's actually talking. It's like the two, um, it's like kind of all the president's men, but it's the, the two women who got in, got uncovered the Weinstein. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all that. Fiasco. Uh, yeah, Yeah. All You're the assaults do and everything. Don't fumble it. Yeah, don't fumble it in some like some horror make of an iconic film. Just make your own little crappy horror film and right. put it in there.
0: And th- and that's exactly what I said about this. As a horror film itself and just a stupid little horror film, I enjoyed it. I liked it. But it had nothing to do with the original. It you know, it it pulled in that where they were trying to do all that social stuff. Yeah. And then the other half isn't anything about the old movie either and i just think i don't know i just i can't believe that we still refer to this one as a remake of the original <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i don't understand that whatsoever well, it's I, not
2: our, our similarities are their sorority girls being murdered on christmas right, and pretty like much. which right i guess is soror- is similar but like if we're doing it by that proxy it's just as similar as i like, said like sorority row which yeah. was like you know nine years before this and like, see
0: i think like, and that's the thing is if this movie had a completely different name and I watched it, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, they're trying to rip off the original Black Christmas because no. they don't at all. No, aside from the sorority house and the Christmas setting.
1: Yeah. And I'm no... fine with another
0: movie having that. Like, that's fine. yeah I
1: mean, every like so many like there's not every movie is a remake of Halloween. Right. Even, though, even if Just you got a guy Halloween. with a guy in a mask. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean it's.
0: But that's what I say. Like, this one's so far off that. With a different name, you couldn't even it, be like, oh, it's doing too much. It really caught
1: off. me way off guard when I started watching it. I was like, okay, I guess, okay, this is Black Christmas, Black mm-hmm. Christmas, Black... Wait, cult? What? Yeah. Yeah,
2: like, I what's
1: was, going on? Like, what? I felt like I was just in a different movie. It was a diff- uh, 100% different and movie. And I just felt really bad for Imogen Poots.
2: <laughs> yeah, who's really good. She's a good... She's a really
1: good actress, <laughs> and I was like, especially towards the end when they have all the cult stuff, and she's like, really like upset and crying and all the, like all this Is stuff she the
0: main girl mm-hmm. yeah
1: okay she's really the only Why I not, the the oh only, i'm looking at the wrong side aside, list. aside okay. from carrie l she's the only person i recognize for anything but she's she's really great I yeah really, i thought she was great in it i mean she's great
0: in everything i just felt bad
1: for her because she's like you wasted two months filming this piece yeah. of crap when you could have been making something good yeah because so she's great and like i remember her and am um, 28 weeks later Mm-hmm. She's really... That's a that's a great movie. I like that okay. more than the original. And she's got like a little bit part in B for Vendetta and the Fright Night remake. Oh, okay. Did we do Fright Night on that? Yeah. I've not
2: seen
0: it. Ooh, we're
1: we do should that
2: do that. that in a remake. <laughs> the remake is
0: to- yeah, the remake's actually not bad on that mm-hmm. one. Okay. That'd be um, fun.
2: That's very different, but it's... Yeah, um, I like it.
0: And and like I said, I mean, and, and we always mostly disagree on movies anyways, I... The 1974 classic has a, a definite piece of history as far as horror is concerned. Yeah. 2006, I enjoyed it. I, I saw it when it came out. And at my age in 2006, like, I liked it. There was blood. There was gore. That. There was ripping out eyeballs. Going back and watching it now, I see where it failed as a movie in general. Because when we, when I did watch these movies, that was the first one I watched again.
1: Yeah,
0: And even then, I could see, like, whoa, there are. Too much of this, too much story. And that's before I saw the 1974 one. I yeah. just, you know, looked at the movie in a different light. And that's probably from talking about movies for two years now. But, and then I got to the, the 2019 the last one I watched. And Had you seen that one before? The 2019, no. Yeah, the only one i had seen is 2006. 2006. okay. So when I got to the 2019, I'd already seen the 2006 one, which I think is better as far as being yeah, a Black Christmas movie. I'll still take that one. But, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed both all three movies, yeah. but 2019 is not a Black Christmas movie. It it doesn't it doesn't earn to even be called a remake. That just I, it blows my mind that that's even considered a remake. No. But like as a little dumb movie, it was all right. It did have too much of the. You know, beating yourself over, beating yeah, everyone yeah. over the head with a certain thing. But
1: even if it wasn't called Black Christmas, I'd still hate it. That's kind yeah, of more to I, the yeah.
0: Yeah, I could see how you would hate it. But I'm saying as a as yeah. a movie that I would. It would be
1: less offensive. Yeah, being called like not being exactly. a remake of a
0: seminal film. And I think, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's a movie I'd ever watch again. But I enjoyed so, it the first time. You will have
1: to pay me money. Yeah, to watch well, that's that
2: again. that's the thing is I I don't know I like I don't I don't know the the problem with its political statements is it's like what is the statement you're making because like yeah. is chris the one that you're like riley is clearly the final girl but like she's being driven on by like chris who is saying some real problematic things yeah. and it's like it's yeah it's great to be angry but that's like also n- not how everyone deals with their trauma like not everyone just gets over gets it gets mad and gets over it like exactly. and you're not really giving riley time to Deal with this. I'm like that's kind of I don't know. Yes, she just she made me mad. <laughs> she, like she like I was like I. Can't.
1: I was just confused most. Of yeah. Them.
2: Yeah, like I like I was like I don't.
1: It's like all oh, Karels.
0: It's like oh yeah. I uh. <laughs> this is going back to the original, but yeah. I meant to say this earlier. But like I said, the first thing I noticed when Bob Clark's name come up, I knew it because of Christmas, Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. There were a couple shots in that movie that remind me of Christmas Story even. Mm-hmm. The really? end what shot things? where they're like pulling away from the house and it's, you know, yeah. got snow I on it and that. then the words come up. It's like the ending of Christmas Story. And I thought that was really cool, even though they're totally different movies. Yeah. That like the ending gave me that same kind of feeling he in a way. This,
2: this this shot. Yeah. I, I like... um. Yeah, for me, so I was going to say, we were talking outside. I was like, I have a statement about, like, so the 2006 and the way that it focuses in on the killer too much. It just, that gives me, like, I feel like for me that took me way out. Like, while I, you know, it's nice to know a little bit about the killer or whatever. I, I also don't need to. Like, I'm okay with the killer in a horror movie being the boogeyman. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like, and I think
0: that's what we get in the 1974 yeah. Yeah. one for and sure. I
2: think that focusing the killer, which is something we see a lot with, I, like, you know, the movies about serial killers or things like that, gives you too much interest and empathy mm-hmm. into, like, someone who's committing, like, heinous acts.
1: Well, I just think, I mean, it's it's how it's presented. Yeah. It's right. presented as very kind of, I mean, exploitive, I guess. And it's not, it's just the, the tone is all over the place. That it gets to, like, why Why am I seeing this? Right. If you want me to have empathy, then then construct it in a way mm-hmm. that I'm, like, I see why he would do this. Yeah. Because I think that's fine if that's the movie you're making. Like, if you, right. you know, because yeah. usually, I mean, they're most, like, serial killers are, like, something happens to them. Right. Like, there is some... a backstory to most of Yeah. It. But, I mean, this one just goes so far Yeah. overboard into, like, just being, not, not even just, like, the graphic nature, but just, like, it's almost comical how much stuff they try to pack. To this in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. just like really. I felt like it felt I I said this while I was watching it but it felt like um The Treehouse of Horror mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Bart Simpson in the in the attic, like the other Bart that they have in the attic. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I forget what they call him, but that's what it kind of felt like. It was like they're just going really hard in, <laughs> into right. like, the R-rated version of that. Yeah. Yes. And it, I don't know, it was just like Na- it was just like they're just trying to be like, oh, we're going to shock you. Yeah.
0: And, was- and, and that's what I said. Like, as far as the backstory, I enjoyed getting the backstory, but, and I enjoyed how dark it went. And, and it really showed you, like, I was fine with all that, but give it to me in five minutes. Yeah. Not really in half the movie. the movie. I don't need all the flashbacks. Give it to me in a story in the first five minutes. And then I understand. I feel bad for him a little bit. Now show me how ridiculous.
2: or well, what is. you're saying, like do a better job cutting it in in a way that like it actually is like okay, here's what's about to happen, like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, here's the, I'm killing this person this way because it's how my mom killed my like. I mean, just you like, know, like, the, like give, give me something with it. The like. way
1: they the way they shoot it is just very like in your face, very it like is. almost like a music video. It's very yeah, yeah. gaudy and it's not subtle mm-hmm. at all, and it just. Uh, I like, just think there I was, was just, too
0: much of his backstory. I don't need. Yeah, like, I, I, want, mean, I needed to know more about the characters that were being killed off for me to care.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and it's like. Other than I like it's the It's confusing. Do you want me to empathize with him or do you want me to empathize with. Exactly. At a certain point, I have to take a side. Um, unless you're just really like a really good writer, which they're not in this instance. And you can make me care about both of them. Right. To where the, I just don't want any of this to happen. Then do that. But otherwise, I got I to gotta, I gotta be on somebody's right, side. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I'll take, be, oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. It'd be interesting to make like a slasher movie where you're really empathizing with the well, killer. So, oh, so oh. that's the
2: thing. The original made me care about the girls. Neither the oh. remakes did I care much about them at no, all. They're, right? they're, no,
1: they're just... Ready. That's part of it. And that's
2: what really sucks about the 2019 is the director even cut 30 minutes from the film in order to make it more approachable for 13-year-old girls. And it's like, man, give me a girl I care about. Yeah. Like... Or, or, I don't know, use your actors to their full ability. Like like you said, Imogene Poot's like, well, my favorite that she's in is in Green Room.
1: Oh yeah, Green Room. I That's really
2: love one. Green Room. Like these actresses are. Yeah, she could do Shakespeare. Capable. Like she's yeah, she's great. Like sh- she could play a character that you really like and empathize with. But instead, we get these like really shallow caricatures of women.
0: And I think I think a horror movie where you would care about both of them would be great. I think, but I think I think a great example of the writing that you were talking about where you can care about both. Like I said, not a movie, but Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. the video game. -hmm. That that game was so emotional for me because you do care about both characters and they're doing horrible things to each other, Mm -hmm. and there are parts of it where like you have to beat up the other person as the other person and and vice versa. So you're playing as both of them drama, and it's just one of those things where you do care about both characters. And I would love to see a horror movie that that kind of pulls
2: that in. The best part, like one of the that's the first time it really got me. Is what? the swinging that re- the wrench like the you're trying to like get information?
0: Oh, yeah, of, yeah. and it's
2: like you're beating them to death, yeah. and you're like, uh, I don't want to do it anymore, yeah, but I don't have a choice because like this is what progresses the game, right? Exactly, you're just like, uh, uh-huh. and then, yeah, I don't know, yeah, That's there was a, a part great... in the game
0: for me, and I think it was when you were beating up Ellie or you were beating up the other one, I forget, they were fighting, yes, and like uh, you were. You were this person for half of the fight, and then you were this person for the other half. It's
2: the fight. And it's the I was final like, fight, yeah. I didn't want to
0: play anymore. Yeah. I wanted to quit. I was like, I don't want to beat up either one of these people.
2: Yeah. Or when Ellie goes back out. Yeah. And you're like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? But like- that is
0: a, a huge tangent from a movie podcast. But just just speaking on the writing that we were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about, being able to do that, it's it's doable.
1: I mean, I can think of like there's. Like, if you were going to do it in, like, a very kind of gaudy the way that the 2006 one does, mm-hmm. Natural Born Killers does a pretty good job at, like, making... Okay. Like, like, they do terrible things, but I still like them. And I'm still kind of rooting for them. Mm-hmm. American Psycho does it to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Like, he's he's awful. Yeah. But he's so charismatic he's and That's why I still want to see. He, he's fascinating. You know I mean? He's funny. But when he has that breakdown at the end and he's not sure what's real and what's yeah. not, I still, like... I can I can empathize with that because I, I can need to see, see his mental breakdown. And I just wanted all everyone in this movie, in both of these movies, to die yeah. horribly. I just hated everyone in the movies. Yeah. There was nobody and, I was rooting for.
0: And that's what I say about the 2006. Like I, I like a lot of the actresses. I like that they did at least pull from the original. I just think if it was done in a a different way, it could have been a good remake or a good follow up yeah. or whatever they just dove too much into the story and and i think a backstory is great but i think that it was the downfall of this because then you didn't have the time to get the other feelings about the current people that's dying it's just yeah. like death 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 death
1: yeah that one's just that's a, that's just a waste of cast. Uh, speaking yeah.
2: of movies that say something because i think the original Black christmas does a good job with it yeah oh for sure We should, at some point, do the three movies we did in my Women's and Gender Studies class. I feel like you guys would like those. It was Teeth, Rosemary's Baby, and uh, American Psycho.
0: That'd be cool. I'd like to see American Psycho. I have not seen that.
1: Uh,
2: Have you seen Teeth?
0: Well, no. Teeth's okay. But I never had a desire to see it.
2: Yeah. Those two are great. The other one was uh, Friday the 13th, part two, but... Or not Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. We're yeah. not going to watch that. So, um, but
1: that could be fun, though. Yeah. I love that one. I'll have to pick it. Anyway. Yeah. Bob anyway. Clark had an eccentric career. Just looking like yeah. at his filmography. Wow. <laughs> So he did Black Christmas first and then he did both of the Porkies. Mm-hmm.
2: I went to he did a porkies. restaurant not too long ago and they had a Porkies poster in the women's bathroom. Which <laughs> was like a really weird choice for me because it's literally a poster of a man spying on women in the that's, bathroom.
1: That's a choice. It is.
2: I was like, I don't I no longer feel comfortable using this bathroom. Like yeah, I don't know weird. if I want to be here. Wow. <laughs> anyway, continuing. <laughs>
1: I mean, props for like at least being creative. That's why. That's yeah. <laughs> with the with the the placement of the oh, poster. with that. I thought we were <laughs> I mean, talking about Bob Clark. Like, well, that too. Like yeah. A joke. I don't know.
2: It but, was wild. Like I don't yeah. know. Something about it made me wildly uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> so he did Porky's and Christmas Story. He did <laughs> Stone with Dolly Parton mm-hmm. and Sylvester Stallone. Which okay, is yeah. Very uh, ill-conceived.
0: <laughs> uh, I've never seen it.
1: And then, like, he did some other stuff, and then the Baby Geniuses One and Two. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> was that like
1: his last movies? He did Super Babies Two,
2: Blonde and, and, then Blonder. Blonde and
1: Blonder, and
2: the Karate Dog.
1: Oh yeah, with uh, Denise Richards <laughs> and Pamela Anderson.
2: Oh Jesus! Wow,
1: uh, that was his last film in 2008.
2: Is, two thousand and eight. It has two point eight out of ten stars. Let's just let's just go over that. <laughs> Baby
1: Geniuses Two has um,
2: one point five.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, he had quite the eccentric career. But still, I mean, he made a couple of genuine classics.
0: Yeah, I, I like speaking of him. I like how uh, the trivia for 2019 Black Christmas has to put in there that Bob Clark was not involved. <laughs> that he died in 2007. He had produced and directed the original oh, that's Black why Christmas, he didn't make any
1: more movies, <laughs> and been an
0: executive producer on the remake of Black Christmas. So he that's... was involved in the first two. But I love that the trivia is Bob Clark was not involved with this. <laughs> yes, yes, we could tell.
1: Yeah, we could definitely tell.
2: I mean, we could barely and, I mean, tell he was involved in the 2006 The executive the
1: producer part is probably just a more of a contractual stipulation like a yeah. than he was like really involved right. with the production. But
0: like I said, at least 2006 did pull something hey, from it. At
1: least 2006, he got a check.
0: That, that's true. Yeah.
1: So, that is very good on, true. Good on him. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> went to the, the X Files Museum, had. Tons of this is. The, I think it's the only time I've ever taken pictures of a bathroom. But they had like pictures, like autographs and pictures oh, all cool. over the walls. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, wow. I'm just spending about ten minutes in the bathroom. Just yeah,
0: looking around. I've just, done that. You got because yeah. you kind of feel weird because you're just like standing there while people are coming in to use the bathroom. But they put cool well, stuff this, in this there. This
1: one was at least like locked, like it was. Uh, oh, lying. okay.
0: I've done it in a public one, and it it does I mean, it's make it weird. Public, but it's
1: like you know, right. Like, you can still lock the door. Yeah,
0: no. I've been in like one that has multiple stalls, but they put cool stuff. <laughs> And yeah. it's like trivia. I think it was like like a Ripley's Believe It or Not or oh, okay. Guinness Book of World Records. It's so one of those kind of places that you go and there's like stuff you want to read about, it's one of but those... they put it in the bathroom. So you have to kind of hang out in, in the, the bathroom. bathroom. It's one of those in Myrtle Beach, I
1: think. Anyway. anyway, we both can agree the remakes are pretty awful.
0: Yeah, I think, like I said, even though I enjoyed them separately at and not to like a level that the original is, yeah. but they they were unnecessary. Um, I'm glad they at least pulled something from the original for the 2006, but 2019 100% shouldn't even be called a remake. Shouldn't even be involved in the original at all. I Agree. So, but that, but I, I do think we definitely agree that the 1974 is great, and everyone should see it.
1: Yeah, if you love horror at all, just watch. You got to watch the original Black Christmas. Yes. Uh, even if you just like a good movie or a good, I mean, it's not like it's a slasher movie, but it's like it's more suspense, it is thriller than. You know, gore ch- and, <sighs> yeah. You know, kill. True. So I think it's it's essential viewing. Yeah. Both for its historical, important, and just because it's a good movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. So. All right. So that's Black
1: Christmas episode. Starting off our holiday yeah. month of December.
0: True. We're going to continue our holiday. Uh, we're going to do, I guess, holiday movies yeah. for our December 15th episode. Mm-hmm. And what do you have?
1: Um, well, I think you mentioned it, and I was shocked because it's true that we're coming up on two years of this podcast.
0: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think our first one was either December 31st of Something, 2021. I, so. uh, yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm just like, wow. I'm just, just saying, I'm just singing wow. Like, we did yeah. two years. Yeah, uh, but crazy. it's crazy. Uh, I have not picked my essential Christmas viewing for you. So this year you will be watching Die Hard.
0: Okay. Which I have not seen and is great timing because that guy at the uh, book fair, book festival this year came up to me and was like, (laughs) I don't care what you say. Die Hard's not a Christmas movie and I was like my dude I don't know what you're talking about but Josh would be really upset
1: <laughs> I will sit there and argue with you how it is a Christmas movie
0: so I'm excited to see because he was like well you watch it and you'll see so I'm excited to see how I agree whether it's with him or with you and we'll we'll find out I guess if
1: you're listening to this come to the library we'll fight about it right
0: <laughs> I did tell him listen December 15th because we're going to talk about it yeah so. and then Bob Clark talk about him oh, yeah, yeah. this time I guess he wasn't involved in the one I'm going to have you watch. But my favorite Christmas he, movie—he was dead. So yes. So my favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. um, which is Bob Clark. But you've already seen that, and it's it's overdone. Which I love the overdone, but it is. Yeah. Uh, some people, you know, like you, it's like who who goes who
1: do, who goes to see that in the theater every year? Like they they, they end up showing it, but that'd be me.
0: I God. used to every year.
2: I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I'm over story, it. So. so
0: anyways, I love it. <laughs> So, I am going to have you watch A Christmas Story Christmas, which is not a Christmas Story 2. Christmas Story 2 is horrible. Please do not watch that. Christmas Story Christmas is Is one that was was done. What is it? Randy Quaid in that one? No, Randy Quaid is the uncle in.
1: Oh, okay. That's National Lampoon
0: 2, which is also horrible. But Christmas Story Christmas is one that was released last year. I think it. It's we have it here in the library. Yeah, but I think it was originally an HBO Max thing. Yeah, it was thing. on Max. And I, I mean, I will
1: say I've heard it's pretty good.
0: Yes, I heard it's I, very like genuine and it and is heartfelt. So. It is, and it it's definitely a second.
1: And it has Ralphie from the yes. original.
0: Yeah, and uh, and it is a an actual follow up to the original one. And for me, it has the same feelings and and things involved in it. So we'll see what you think about it. Okay, but that that's going to be my pick.
1: I am looking forward to it.
0: So that's going to be our holi- our next holiday movie episode. So catch that on December 15th. But until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. And this has been The Row Opposites.